Hello and welcome to Get Fruitful Conversations. I'm your host, Anwyn Cooper, and if you're interested in growing a passion-fueled, purpose-driven enterprise and believe that business can be a force for greater good, then this is the podcast for you. Each episode, I'll be talking with inspiring entrepreneurs and inviting them to share how they're pioneering new ways of working to create more prosperity and positive impact for people and the planet. We'll be bringing you fresh insight and practical actions to generate more income and impact through your own business. Our purpose is to give you new perspectives on how to align your vision to a bigger mission in a way that fulfills your personal potential while also generating a longer lasting legacy and more value for all. So thanks for tuning in. I'm delighted you're here to listen. Now let's get fruitful with today's conversation. So... Today, I am talking to Martin White. Uh, Martin has a background working in large advertising agencies in London, where he was the lead suit on the Eurotunnel the Shuttle launch in the mid-90s, before moving on to Unilever to head up the relationship marketing teams at Lever Fabergé, and ultimately across the three UK operating companies. Martin White is on a mission to connect businesses with potential customers And he is now the founder of supplymybusiness.co.uk, which is the B2B media and marketing platform that promotes and connects businesses in Kent, London, Essex and Sussex to do business. And he has recently started a new business called Green Business Hub from a desire to create more sustainable business growth for the benefit of all of us. And crucially, Green Business Hub brings consumers and businesses who have a shared green or sustainable environmental objective either as buyer or supplier, and brings them together in one place to do business. And he's also the host of a live FM business radio show, kentbizconnect.co.uk, showcasing the best of the business talent in Kent, London, Essex and Sussex and beyond on a bi-weekly basis. So I'm really delighted to be live in conversation with Martin White today. And we're going to be talking all about his new green business hub venture and his entrepreneurial journey and how businesses can be a greater force for good in the world. So welcome, Martin. Anwin, thank you so much for, for the welcome. And you, you took me back a few years there. Crikey, the mid-90s. <laughs> does that seem a long time ago? It certainly does. It <laughs> so certainly yeah, you've does. had a really interesting, varied career to this point. Is there anything you want to add? Is there anything I missed out from that introduction? Or well, I mean... You want to draw out in particular? What have been the highlights? Well, I guess guess the the constant theme has been sort of marketing. Um, You know, that's that's been the sort of the the common thread. But, you know, working in an agency was very different, obviously, to working client side for Unilever. Um, So that was that was an interesting change in dynamic. But, yeah, it's, um, you know, I've been very fortunate. I mean, I've worked on some incredible brands you know you mentioned um the Eurotunnel launch in the mid 90s i mean that was just fantastic that was a whirlwind of activity for us i mean they were just throwing money at that uh like you wouldn't believe um just to get the thing off the ground and uh you know have a constant presence in the media week on week and so we were rolling out all of their direct response um press advertising for example across all the national newspapers we launched a loyalty program for them. We were doing um, customer service monitoring 
programs we were promoting all of their sort of day trip short break long long stay um tickets as well so you know that that really quite early on in my career was a fantastic sort of grounding in business if you like mm, um, such an amazing opportunity mm, it's a real yeah. sort of once in a lifetime launch that one isn't it yeah it really was i mean obviously the business has changed you know fundamentally now but i guess you know the kind of the key outtake from from everything that i've done is is that you know business is such a great learning environment for how the world works Mm-mm. um you know it teaches you all about you know financial acumen how to build relationships politics society um your place within society really um and i think you know certainly for me it has given me a a sense of purpose mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah yeah fantastic so tell us about about what you're doing now with mm. your current latest venture and yeah. uh, why did you decide to start that because you, you started it last year as well didn't you so it's quite a, yes. a recent thing yeah was it inspired by the pandemic or was it something you've been wanting to do for a while it it was it was pre-pandemic um it just happened to coincide you know launch wise with the pandemic when we were in full swing but i think you know it's it's fair to say that um before covid all the talk was around climate change Mm. and i think all the talk is coming back to climate change again now as well and i think on a personal level it's something that i was very conscious of in terms of the need uh, for me and my household if you like uh, to do something about uh, making a positive contribution uh, to tackling climate change. Um, so on a personal level, it was something I had a, a vested interest in. And then I started talking to other people uh, in business and I was on holiday uh, in the south of France a couple of years ago for Christmas and we stayed with some friends and uh, that particular friend is a uh, is a super yacht designer down in the south of France and he wow. was saying... Yeah, good friends. Uh, yes, I'm very fortunate. <laughs> and he was saying that, you know, one of his biggest frustrations as a, as a boat designer is not being able to put his hands on the latest green technology mm. um, that he can build into his boats, you know, whether mm-hmm. that's, you know, energy, uh, you know, propulsion related, um, you know, whatever it might be, you know, that there's no, there was no single place that, that, that he felt able to go to to get the latest um, information on you know the latest thing if you like that that he should be looking at in order to make his business and his industry more sustainable and, and mm-hmm. that really got me thinking about well actually we're all in that same boat you know whether we're businesses or consumers the green marketplace is actually very fragmented at the moment yeah where do you go for that information yeah yeah if you if you want to if you want to actively go green how do you do that well it it just ultimately it means spending an awful lot of time on the internet you know doing an awful lot of research to you know end up with a possibly a manufacturer of something on the other side of the world that actually isn't able to supply you with what you want anyway Mm. um but nevertheless when you scratch beneath the surface you do realize that there are an awful lot of fantastic businesses out there already in that space. Um, and what we're trying to do really with Green Business Hub is just kind of bring them all together in one place uh, 
um, so that people kind of, you know, actually know where to go, you know, when they're looking for something. And just make it easier. So do you want yeah. it to be a place for other businesses to connect with each other or is it for consumers or both? I'd like it to be both. I mean, in the short term, we're very focused on the uh, on the business community, you know, the, the business to business community, if you like. And in particular, the kind of the whole built environment, the construction sector, renewable energy, um, all of that kind of stuff. And I think that's that's important because that is obviously going to be a key driver uh, towards, um, you know, us becoming a, a, a net zero economy by 2050. Mm. You know, housing in particular, um, you know, the spotlight is really on. Um, you know, housing developments moving forwards in terms of, you know, making them as energy efficient as possible. Mm. And, and obviously that industry hasn't hasn't been affected by lockdown. In fact, it's been the reverse. Yeah. Um, you know, the construction industry has, has really been cracking on. Well, you know, the rest of the economy has been sort of trying to to work its way around the limitations of, of, of the pandemic. So that's a really exciting space to be in. It's a very dynamic space. And we, we you know, we, we're working with businesses in that space already who recognise that, you know, they need to do more. And in fact, the industry itself, it's fair to say, is now lobbying government for tighter building controls and regulations because the oh, government right. simply aren't, aren't doing it themselves. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, and there's some fantastic businesses out there, you know, businesses providing, you know, the raw materials to be used in construction, as well as, you know, main contractors and, and businesses like that who were actually saying, look, first and foremost, you know, we want to try and work with a more local supply chain. We want to support local suppliers wherever possible. Um, but also we want to give our clients the option. We recognize that we've got to give our clients the option of being able to build greener than, you know, the traditional method, if you like. Mm. And, you know, Kent County Council, for example, have a huge um, schools building budget and program annually. Uh, I think they're spending sort of in excess of um, a quarter of a billion pounds just in Kent, you know, wow. on, on building new schools, refurbishing existing schools. And again, you know, all of that, all of that tendering process is now much more focused on, you know, what you can deliver from a sustainability perspective. Mm, it's just so becoming it's more happening. important. Mm. Yeah, no, that's great to hear. So what's your ultimate yeah. vision, would you say? What are you working towards with Green Business Hub? Where, where would you like to see yeah. it get to well, eventually? I, I mean, really, it, for me, it's about helping drive the sustainability in business agenda. Um, and, and I think within that, you know, connecting as many businesses as possible to help them benefit commercially from becoming more sustainable in their own right. And that might be either through sort of the products and services that they produce and market or by adopting, you know, more sustainable solutions um, in their own business operations. Mm. So, you know, that that's kind of what we're there to do, really. That That's, you know, it really is about you know, raising the, um, raising awareness, raising the agenda, but also ultimately, and I think this is key for me, you know, there's nothing wrong with, um, you know, with making money in business. We just it's need really to do important. it. In a, we, we just <laughs> well, need we to do it in, in a more sustainable way. Money. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And the world turns on money. And, and to be honest with you, I don't, I don't see that changing. 
But what we have got to be aware of is that, you know, we, we just have to do that in a much more sustainable way. And, you know, critically, you know, we need to understand, um, you know, our relationship, for example, with the natural world, because everything we are, everything we have, everything we do is is derived from, you know, what we've been able to take out of, um, you know, nature. Mm. you know in terms of natural resources you know it's it's the earth it's it's water it's the air we breathe you know ultimately everything you know every car we drive you know everything we we eat everything comes from from the planet everything everything we do on that level is facilitated by our 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 ability to uh you know to mine natural resources for example on on the planet yeah so true you know that the, the reality is we're consuming way more uh on that level than the planet can ever provide you know mm. we're, we're already i think it's about you know 1.6 earths if you like in, in in terms of our our annual consumption of natural resources nice. and you know so we need to kind of balance climate change um with our kind of consumption of of, of, of natural resources and mm. I mean there, there's so much great information out there I mean you know Ellen MacArthur um, you know she set up a foundation I think in in 2015 I think it was called the Ellen MacArthur Foundation mm. first you know female yachtswoman to sail solo around the globe you know and and her consultancy business is all about the circular economy yeah you know, and, and she makes the point that, you know, um, the system we've been kind of, you know, the economic system we've been following up until now has been one of sort of take, make and then discard, mm. you know. Um, and, and what we actually need to do is, is think about how we can design out waste and pollution, uh, keep products and, and materials in use for far longer. Um, and, and ultimately also regenerate, you know, our natural systems, you know, intensive farming, for example. You know, what does that actually do in terms of soil degradation over time and, you know, productivity of, 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 of soil? Well, obviously, it's extremely damaging using, you know, uh, non-organic pesticides and things like that. So, you know, we, we all need to um, just have a um, be much more fixed in, in terms of our our awareness, I think, of these issues and, and what we can collectively do about it. Yeah, bring things back into balance, as you say. So how yeah. are you How are you building the business at the moment? What are you doing to get the message out there? Obviously, you're here today talking with me. Yes. Um, but, but, you know, you're, you're kind of already established with another business, aren't you, with Supply My Business. Um, so is that helping you with this new venture or are you keeping them quite separate and doing things quite differently this time? They are separate. But nevertheless, um, you know, having established a, a, a business already in the marketplace, it means that obviously I have a network of of people like yourself who I already know, for example. And so, you know, um, it is quite often a case of, of of reaching out to that network and, you know, and saying, OK, you know, this is what we're also doing now. Um, and then, you know, using that on a kind of um, on a referral level to make new contacts and introductions through that existing network. So that is incredibly important. I think, you know, anybody starting out in business, 
um, you know, I would think about, uh, you know, before you do that, what does my network, you know, my business network look like? Mm. Um, because obviously, you know, the stronger that is, um, you know, the, the, the more you're going to be able to hit the ground running, I think. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's certainly important. Um, I've, I'm very fortunate in, in Kent. I mean, we are a national business as opposed to supply my businesses, which is much more kind of Kent focused. Um, but I am fortunate in that, you know, Kent County Council have come on board fairly early doors with us to promote all of the green uh, business initiatives um, okay. that they're running as well. So, you know, green grant funding, for example, programs like Low Case. I'm driving one of their uh, electric vans around at the moment, oh, actually, which, which I'm loving. They've got a, a, an electric van um trial uh, running at the moment so you can try an electric van free for two months which is oh, fantastic yeah. and yeah so you know it's about um you know getting all of that out into the mm. marketplace and and i think you know one of the biggest problems we have is that um certainly when when uh, initiatives you know great initiatives like that are being driven by the public sector is that people just aren't aware of them mm. um because there's there's never any budget to promote them. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's that's, a secret that's, and hidden away. Well, it's, it's, it's not, um, it's not that so much. It's just that, you know, the public purse is so much more accountable, uh, you know, in, in terms of how taxpayer money is, is, is ultimately spent. So it's not that they want to keep it a secret. It's no. just that they're not actually yeah. able to, <laughs> exactly. to promote it. Um but obviously, in, in our case, they've, they've obviously made 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 an exception. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's it's about, you know, it is about network. Um, it is about, you know, being able to work with some um, some great clients, um, you know, early on, um, because I think ultimately a platform like ours is only ever going to be as good as the content that's on it, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, so you need to have good um, people. Yeah, but I mean, we... Absolutely. And we've just started working with a, a local construction uh, company, uh, a main contractor and developer called Red Key Concepts. They were based just outside Whitstable. And again, you know, they've been a, a breath of fresh air as well um, because of their their desire, if you like, to kind of to, 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 to push the sustainability envelope. And, you know, th um, through that, we've now got a radio show in a couple of weeks time where we've got a um, uh, sustainable um, timber frame company called Paramount coming on to the show and also a lady that is, is, is kind of spearheading the, the, the drive towards encouraging younger people into the construction industry and you know sustainability isn't all necessarily about you know climate change and natural resources mm. you know it's about obviously eliminating poverty you know uh, it's 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 about you know um, sustainability on all fronts really it's about education yeah it's you know it i mean if you look at the un you know sustainability gold you know there's 17 of them mm. and it covers a huge range i mean they're all ultimately you know related to each other um but it's not all about climate change or you know natural resources you know there's no. an awful lot more in, in, in involved yeah, it's how do we sustain our lives and our livelihood, isn't it? It's how do we sustain our food chain and, like you say, education system and exactly. finance as well. Um, yeah, food poverty. Yeah, it is, is all encompassing. Mm. 
yeah yeah so and therefore obviously sustainability you know will mean different things to different people yeah you know there isn't one uh you know one answer or one issue um you know it, it, as i say it will mean different things to different people um but nevertheless um you know as an umbrella it's it's obviously a very important um subject yeah well it's fundamental really to our existence <laughs> well it is and, and, <laughs> the and our way of the, you know the way we live our lives you mm. know today um you know if if we don't if if we don't fix that kind of relationship for example that we have with with the natural world you know the the human prosperity that 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 we enjoy today you know our well-being our future you know all of that is it, there's a big question mark over it frankly absolutely so what is keeping you busy at the moment what are you sort of working towards in terms of growing uh, green business hub and what are the next steps yeah. for you well, I mean, we spoke about, you know, networking off air before we went live. And, you know, for me, it is about, uh, first and foremost, it's about connecting with existing businesses in that space um, and finding the best way to do that. And, you know, going to, um, you know, a, an open forum networking group, for example, isn't necessarily the best way for me to do that because I'm not necessarily going to meet uh, you know, the businesses that I want to in those kind of forums. So for me, it's about um, connecting directly with businesses um, that I see operating successfully and proactively in that space, having a dialogue with them, you know, creating some engagement and relationship, and then having a conversation about, you know, uh, whether or not a platform like ours is ultimately going to be relevant to them. So, mm. you know, the focus is 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 very much on on those kind of quality rather than quantity of, of, of conversations for me at the moment. Yeah. And yeah, like you say, finding the right people who share your values and, um, yeah. you know, align with your vision um, rather than, you know, putting across what you have to offer to everyone to be more targeted in your approach. So what would you say has been your biggest learning um, through business what's your kind of main takeaway maybe something about yourself um, or about the world well I, I think um you know as i said before i think you know business in in general is a great um learning environment um you know for for, for how the how the world works i think for me you know as i've become um uh, you know, as I've sort of moved into my early middle age, shall we say, I think, you know, one of the, you, you start to kind of realise, um, you're, you're much more aware of of, um, of the environment around you, I think. Um, and I think, you know, one of the things that I've come to realise is, is, you know, the utter pointlessness in, in simply making money for the sake of making money, for example, mm. um, you know, and I mean, I don't want to name names, but, you know, there's a the world's largest company out there at the moment, you know, sitting on $500 billion plus of cash in its bank account, you know, which is doing absolutely nothing. And, you know, you, you've got to kind of question the, uh, you know, the purpose in that, um, mm. you know, and, and I think, you know how as a uh, as a society you know as a 
Um, certainly in the Western world, you know, the world's largest economies are ultimately being driven by shareholder greed and not stakeholder value, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I think that is is kind of an important kind of realisation for me. Um, you know, and as I say, going back to that kind of very linear um, approach that we have to kind of doing business and, 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 you know, that kind of very linear economy of kind of take something, you know, from the earth, make something and then stick it in Move landfill, <laughs> you know. Um, and, I, and I think that, you know, that for me just doesn't make any sense. So, mm. you know, do I need to buy, you know, a brand new iPhone every Christmas that's going to cost me a thousand pounds? Or would I much prefer to buy a recycled iPhone? you know, maybe twice, uh, uh, you know, maybe every other year that's going to cost me, you know, maybe a quarter of that, you know. And, and I think, you know, stuff like that for me is is, is quite kind of fundamental. Mm. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, ultimately, I, you know, it, for me, it's about understanding and focusing in on, um, you know, the environmental and social impact that our individual businesses and personal lives have. Mm. you know that, that that for me is the key and uh, and then you know in a commercial context you know the opportunity is to you know channel that into a positive marketing strategy you know with a business plan because you know ultimately sustainable businesses are going to be far more resilient in the longer term and they're going to attract more investment and they're going to attract more customers and Ultimately, they they will make more money, um, but it's not as simple as saying you know we're a, a, a net zero carbon business, right? Because actually, what 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 you physically produce and sell, you know, isn't necessarily helping. No, <laughs> if that makes sense, or the way that you looking at you the know, bigger the way that you produce, yeah, yeah, mm. the way that you produce and sell what you do isn't necessarily. Um, you know, conducive to that, um, to, you know, to sustainability. Mm. Yeah, that's really profound. Thank you. Um, well, I mean, you know, the, I think, um, again, you know, I, I'm not the world's expert on, on any of this, far from it. But what is great to see is the number of programmes out there now that are being broadcast. And I've watched, I think, three or four recently. The first one was about... Um, some of the local authorities up and down the country that have invested in rubbish incinerators mm. because you know there was this huge drive away from landfill yeah in you know um towards incineration as being preferable um and and the kind of you know the complete um uh, you know the, the kind of the strategy behind that which was fundamentally flawed because what you know what what local authorities are now doing is divert diverting rubbish away from recycling in order to feed but, incineration plants oh no. yeah because they're not efficient unless they're running at you know whatever percent capacity you know seven uh, days a week so there's you know so so that's in that that was a really interesting program there was a great program about the water companies. I think it was last week. I think it was Panorama again, talking about you know well you know the fact the fact of the matter there is you know water either falls out of the sky into a reservoir or it's, mm. it's already underground and it gets pumped up and you know and then it goes through treatment and 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 into our homes. 
you know, and and um, you know what what the water companies are, are doing in terms of um, you know pumping raw sewage, uh, you know, into our rivers, into our ecosystems, mm. um, because ultimately, you know, they've put profit before, you know, yeah. before the environment. Oh. You know, that's the reality of it. I mean, where I live, you know, just down the road, Joss Bay, you know, we've got a beautiful beach there, and I think twice in the last five or six years i think southern water have pumped raw sewage oh into, into the sea there and in fact i've just had a letter from them attached to my water bill i, I i've got That's it here terrible. somewhere talking about how they've been how they were so sorry for doing that and how they've been fined by the regulator you know 100 million quid and we were all going to get some money back oh goodness um so yeah so you know that so there's some really great great programs out there Greta um Dunberg you know a lot of people just you know she's a bit of a marmite character yeah people either love her or hate her but actually you know you've got to kind of put put the personality to one side and actually listen to what she's saying and and everything she says is based on research that's Mm. been done you know it's 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 you know she calls it the science yeah the evidence is there and it, and it is all there and actually you know there was a great program on um you know with her i think it was this week and there's there's a second part of that next week and it followed her around the world on her kind of on her uh, you know lobbying journey um for a year and you know that again you know really kind of struck a chord with me mm. um there was a brilliant report published for the UK government just back in February it got no media attention whatsoever it's called the economics of, of biodiversity okay um, got lost you know, in it, the ether yeah, yeah. COVID news and, <laughs> and it talks you know overtly about the fact that you know our economies livelihoods well-being everything basically depends on you know our most precious asset which is nature Mm. um and how we've you know we've really got to kind of fix that relationship that 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 we have with nature because it's very one-sided at the moment it's all take Mm. and no give if that makes sense or not enough give back yeah so you touched on um the subject of greater theme there and um uh, that was making me want to ask you my next question, which is about where do you draw inspiration from? Um, you know, are there other people out there that you have listened to or books that you've read? Uh, you've mentioned a couple of films that you've watched there. Um, but yeah, any other sources of informa- information or inspiration that have I, I just, your business journey? I, I, I just, you know, try and have um an open mind about things I think you know is 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 what I would say there and I'm quite naturally inquisitive and um you know everything I'm doing at the moment I I do genuinely have a passion for and that drives that inquisitiveness if you like to find out more information and Mm. I will spend you know on an average week I'll probably spend two or three hours you know just just kind of just finding out information and yeah. I think you know that the one thing we have today that was sorely lacking when I was you know in the educational system is the internet yeah we you know in, in my yeah we are find lucky. any any information you want whenever you want it's we're incredibly there. lucky in in my day you know when I was at school I had to go and sit in a library somewhere and 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 hope that they had you know, uh, uh, a book on something that I was interested in. Mm. Um, but I, you know, and I had to have to physically sit there and read it. 
you know, now I've got all of that information. Every every question in the world that you could possibly have is at the end of your fingertips. Um, so cool. <laughs> it is amazing, isn't it? I mean, we the power yeah, of that. We don't is... really think about it that often. We've just become accepting that it's normal now, haven't we? Yeah. But I don't really. I'm not. I'm not somebody that that kind of you know idolizes role models or no. you know. I'm, I'm not really. You're not, not into really your business into gurus. <laughs> not really. No. Oh, very good. Well, in our last um, couple of minutes, I will ask you to share your contact details if people want to find out more about Green Business Hub or get in touch with you. You can you can share that before we go. Um, but before we do that, is there anything else you would like to say um, about what you're up to or um, any final sort of words of wisdom? that you'd like to leave for other people who are maybe starting out in business or are already on that path? Yeah, I mean, in terms of starting out in business, um, do your research. Uh, it's very easy to start a business, um, you know, without having having really given it any kind of proper thought. I mean, there's some fantastic business support organizations out there. I mean, I work quite closely with Let's Do Business Group, for example, and they're very, very focused on helping startups make the most of their startup business idea and opportunity. So, you know, before you go out and spend money, before you kind of just launch yourself into the marketplace, do your research, write your business plan, understand your purpose, you know, why are you doing it? Um, and you know, and and I think ultimately you'll you'll have much more chance of of, of making it a success. Very true. Um, I'm really excited to see what comes up at the end of the year out of COP26. We've got a massive climate change conference happening in November in Glasgow. Okay. Um, you Are know, you twenty attending. Well, virtually. Yeah. I'm sure I will be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and again, that. you know, that's one of the you know, one of the key things that's come out of the lockdown, isn't it? The fact that we are all now familiar with doing business in a different way. I mean, I've mm. probably saved myself 10,000 miles of carbon emissions in my car in the last year alone. Yeah, fantastic. You know, um, so yeah, keep an eye on that. Um, that's at the beginning of November in Glasgow. I mean, we, you know, we had the Paris Agreement in 2015, you know, we've all signed up to, you know, net zero carbon by 2050 in order to limit global temperature rise to one and a half degrees the reality of that is we're way off that we're way behind that i think we'd have to basically do away with all domestic gas boilers in the next five years in order to get back on track wow you know so we're, we're you know that's how far behind we are that target so it's going to be really interesting to see how you know world governments um and the united nations um you know ultimately get us back on track yeah um because I, I think there's a movement now that's that started amongst people like you and I, Anne Wynne, and 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 you know other other members of the public, you know, who ultimately are looking for accountability here. Definitely, I think um, it's happening on all levels. We are seeing obviously bigger businesses um, doing some things to lead the way, um, but definitely there's a rising movement, I would say, amongst consumers and small businesses as well, which is yeah. heartening yeah so thank you martin before we go um yeah please tell people how can they get in touch with you and find out more about what you're up yeah. to 
Well, three, we really are sort of a, a digital platform business. So we've got greenbusinesshub.eco is our website. Mm-hmm. We've got kentbizconnect.co.uk is our radio show. Okay. And we've got supplymybusiness.co.uk is our broader business-to-business platform. Great. We will encourage everyone to go and check that out. Brilliant. And, yeah, go and tell your friends. Thanks again, Martin, for joining me. It's been really great to talk with you today. Thanks for listening in to today's Get Fruitful Conversation. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, I invite you to give us a five-star rating. Leave a review, subscribe to the podcast, and tell your friends and colleagues to check it out too. This will help us reach a wider audience and make sure you don't miss out on future episodes. If you'd like to get in touch, connect with other like-minded people in business and continue conversations about topics discussed here, then I'd love you to come and find our community online. It's free to join us. Just search for the Get Fruitful Business for Good group over on Facebook, visit my website, getfruitfulmarketing.com or click the links in the show notes. I'd love to hear what business for good means for you. Until next time, goodbye for now.